Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. Ah, what more can we say? We do this each and every week. Hey, we do this for the streets. We try to help you get your, get the lady under the sheets. I mean, at this point, <laughs> I mean, at this point, what do we get paid to do here? We do it all here, man. Welcome to the Basement Friday, man. Your favorite podcast each and every week. It's that, man. And first of all, I just want to know, you know what, never mind. I don't want to know. I, I, they call me fun with Deli Jones, a.k.a. Uncle Slow Jam himself, back in the house, as always. And they call me Aaron Fondacetti. Also back in the house, but I'm in a different house right now, as you can see in the background. But we, we're going to get into that later. We're going to get to that later. Welcome to the Basement Friday podcast each and every week. We hit you with a new podcast. You can listen on streaming services. Or if you want to see my background and you want to see this man, what's in this cup, make sure you hit us up on YouTube. Because unless you hit us up on YouTube, you would never know what is in this man's cup. Come yet. Look, it might be something different every week. You never know. You got to tune in to find out. Viewers, we don't promote drinking on this show. This is half and half tea. I don't want no viewers be like, oh, fuck, you're drinking now. And I look, know I'm going through a lot, man. As you can see, I'm messed up. My, everything growing, I'm looking wolfed out. <laughs> look, next thing you know, this man going to be on Joint Champs. I'm trying to tell you, man, like, life getting too stressful, man. Like, <laughs> what more do you want from me? What y'all want from her? Let me not do that. <laughs> but no, as but always, let's, let's get into our five minute rant. You know, we got to keep this five minutes going. <clears throat> Let me see. What you got for the people? You know what? For the people, I'm not going to lie to you because today is Friday. Ah, first of all, I want to first shout out, uh, I, I forgot what dude's name was, but I'm going to just call him Aaliyah's uncle. I forgot what dude's name was. I think it was Barry or something like that. I, I don't know. We're going to call him Aaliyah's uncle. I just want to first shout out to Aaliyah's uncle for finally making my dream come true because I ain't going to lie. I thought I was going to walk off this earth without ever hearing Aaliyah's music ever again. So I want to thank you. Because first y'all gave us her, her one in a million album. Now today we didn't got the Romeo Must Die soundtrack. Even though I ain't listen to most of the songs on there, but we got the Romeo Must Die soundtrack. We got Aaliyah's, we got Aaliyah's um, just Aaliyah. You know, songs like I Care For You and Rock The Boat. Y'all know I'm an R&B guy. Keep up with a brother. Keep up with him. So, I know everybody over here listening to Drake, way too sexy, because yes, I didn't seen all the memes, I didn't seen all the videos, but guess what? I'm taking it back in time. We listen to some Aaliyah around here, all right? You know what I mean? We, we, we sending full-page letters. We out here rocking the boat. <laughs> rocking the boat, bam. Rocking the boat, bah. That's my five-minute rant for the day, man. I'm going to let you take it away for it. <laughs> Mine is also about music. So everybody's been listening to Drake. Everybody's been listening to Kanye. And they're for you, whatever's going on, texting each other. But the best thing to come out of that few was a leaked song. Apparently Drake leaked it called Life of the Party 
where you had three stacks, Andre 3000 with Kanye, and it really bit, it really bit Drake in the butt. So it's just funny how, you know, you just thought you were doing something and then you turn around and the whole internet is like, yo, this is better than everything on COB. <laughs> so it's like, how does that happen? But for me, I don't know if you got a chance to hear that song, but me, I really enjoyed it. You know, Three Sacks did his thing on that song as usual, and you got the fans coming back and wanting more of that. So go, go ahead. Go ahead. First of all, let me stop you right there. No, I did not listen to Drake's album. No, I did not listen to Kanye's album. Here's where, and judging on what Aaron said, you know, Aaron is a very music guy. This is the same dude that listened to Phil Collins. Now, for most of us that grew up listening to Outkast, it's no, it's no shame to Big Boy. We all know Andre 3000 is a better lyricist than Big Boy. Let's be real. Let's be real. It ain't no shit of Cody. Big boy, my dude, but everybody know Andre 3000 is just that dude. Andre 3000 the only rapper that's so smooth that he murders every feature. That this man ain't never put out a sing- an album by himself. And the question was why? But it's crazy how like every track Andre 3000 walk on, it's like, it's, it's like, bro, like, I, I would hate to be in a studio session with Andre with, with three stacks. I would hate to be in a session because, like, at first you would think, like, okay, like, that's like being in, that's, it, used, it used to be, when I say used to, it, it's almost like used to being in a, a rap session with Eminem. Because you already knew Eminem back then was like, dude was crazy. So you had to be in there like, oh, wait a minute, see. But it's like when you when when you look at Andre three thousand like from wordplay just flow, this man kills almost every song that he's on. Like he like the the Rick Rolls joint he did on uh, God Forgives and I Don't. I still play that song a lot. It's called Sixteen. He blew Rick Ross out of the water. You know what I mean? This man made this man made Beyonce song. Uh, what was the joke? Uh. Damn Beyonce song. Well, we like the party. Yeah. My man's so cool. He did he did his verse and he was just like, I don't want to be in the video, but I'm gonna give you my verse though. That's how cool this man. Like this man did his joint with, with, with TI. Like on 3000 is it's not that he's over, he's underrated. This dude, he's so smooth as like, I ain't gotta put out an album, but you put me on a feature or you feature me on a song. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And this man kills it. So for Drake, and let's be real, and all the Drake fans, I say this once and I say this, I need y'all to listen to me very clearly. Drake can rap. Barely. Like Drake flow has changed dramatically. So when you put Drake on a song with a legend, like Andre 3000, like three stacks, He's going to make Drake sound like Drake can't rap. Or he's going to make Drake just sound average. That's just real. I hate hate to break the Drake fans. Y'all can come in old funk with that. That's cool. I'm all for it. But Three Stacks is my guy. So 
for you to see and say like it backfired on him. I didn't listen to the song, but knowing three stacks, the way he kills features, I'm not surprised at all. At all. And that's that's all that needs to be said. But you know, three stacks, you know, if you ever wanna, you know, put some music out there, no rush. No rush. Take your time. Do your thing. Oh, 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 I, ho, 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 ho. You said no rush. It's, it's probably been about... I don't want to say rush, but I'm I'm 28. Can I at least get one before <laughs> this, I walk? This man just wanted to play his instruments around random towns. Because, you know, Big Boy Game was like two. They was in, in a little cave. But it's just like, you know, we at least thought we were going to get one. You know, at least one. At least one. You know, but. Hey, look, anything is possible. But I think before we move on, I think when they did speaker box, I think one half was supposed to be him and the other half was supposed to be Big Boy. Yeah. But we ain't talking about, we ain't talking about that. We talking about a solo three stacks, 103,000 out. Solo. Yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope. But we're going to get to our topic today. And as you can see in the background, we're going to talk about our boy Steve, Blues Clues, you know, finally come out the cut after all these years. <laughs> you know, saying, hey, you want to know why I disappeared on y'all? Want to know why I went to college? I just left y'all with my man's Joe. Want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. So he made a video online talking about, you know, the reason a lot of people call it closure. I mean, just came out of nowhere, left field. So I thought it was pretty cool. You know, a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Steve, Steve, Steve. But people were pretty excited about it. Now, I want to know your opinion on this because this is Blue's Clues mania. A lot of people in our generation are pretty nostalgic about it. Um, did you watch it as a kid? What's your opinion on everything that's going on? First of all, no one, no one could ever replace Steve. So when they, when Steve walked off the show and they replaced him with Joe, I may not be the biggest Blues Clues fan. I watched Blues Clues. I may not be the biggest fan, but you really started to see the, the shift after Steve left anyway. You know what I'm saying? So to see Steve come back, I think that's a big moment. Especially with people like us. Now, I ain't now, just because Steve back don't mean I'm out to go watch Blues Blues again. But I'm glad to see that somebody like Steve, like he's back. However, though, shows like Blues Clues, I don't want to say they don't they don't stand in this time, but it's like I mean, what are you coming back to Blues Clues for after all these years? That's what I want to know. Because this like this generation, they don't watch Blues Clues. They don't really follow Blues Clues. So they probably looking at it just like Blues Clues, Steve, who, what, what the hell is this? 
You know what I mean? Like shows like Blues Clues and Oswald and Team Umi Zumi and all like these kids, them shows is the past. You know, like blue. If we bring up blues, that's like that's like that's like that's like bringing up shows like Power Rangers. Right. Even though Power Rangers still goes on till this day. If you if you go to if you watch a show like if you you watch a show like Power Rangers and you're like yo my boy Tommy was the man they be like who's Tommy who was Tommy so if you just see Tommy come back it's gonna be a big deal because it's like yo growing up like Tommy was that dude you know Tommy was that dude back then so if you see a tweet like oh should Tommy come back to the Power Rangers or he gonna make a guest appearance Blah. but to the young generation they're gonna be like. Who the heck is Tommy? Right. Who the hell is Tommy? They only know Tommy from Power. Exactly. They don't or, even know Tommy Pickles. Exactly. They barely know the Rugrats. Or that's like that's like watching wrestling, right? I don't watch, I know you still follow. I don't follow wrestling that much anymore. But that's like that's like watching. You know, I, we I, we grew up in the attitude there with Stone Cold and them, but. That's like them bringing. That's like them bringing. When they when kids, I know I know got some kids watching here, but let me let me jog them. When they did like the invasion storyline, and they brought back Hulk Hogan. For the end, he's supposed to be a bad guy, but he's still a good guy at the end of the day. But when they brought back Hulk Hogan, you got some kids probably looked at it just like, who the heck is that? And you got older adults like, you don't know who that is? No. <laughs> who is that? So that's how that's how that's how that's how I kind of feel with Joe. It's kind of one of them like, like oh shit, Joe is back, or oh shit, Hulk Hogan is back, or oh shit, yes, Tom Steve. is back. You know, yeah. I mean not 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 Joe, but Steve, my fault. But, <laughs> Joe back know, too. My, my, my fault. Sorry, Joe, you know, but to see like Steve, like Steve, I put in those categories where it's just like the, oh, this dude is back. For us, it's, it's cool. It's one of those moments. But if you try to you try to explain to a young, they probably like, okay, Steve is back. They're gonna look at it like, okay. Yeah, they they're not gonna be able to get it. They ain't gonna understand what they're saying, but hey, I guess it's time to let my man earn think. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to lie. I did want the pad as a kid. Like I used to see him draw, and I was like, okay, I want the same pad. I want the same chair. But uh, I I just uh, looked up and I seen that it was the 25th anniversary of Blues Clues, and they they had a host in the UK which no one knows about, who apparently was on the same time as Steve was, but. We're in America, so no one knows about that. But we had Steve, you know, then we had Joe, and it's this new guy for the new kids out here called Josh. So I don't know who Josh is, but Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh is the new guy, but you know, I'm happy he's out here, you know, helping kids find clues and doing anything that they want to do. So I think for a lot of us, me, like I think I saw it as a rerun because I was at school. You know, I come home and it's this new guy named Joe. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> and I, I'm trying to figure out, like, what happened to the other guy? What happened to Steve? And then I think on the weekends, right, when they had a bunch of cartoons and they had what we had back then, Nick Jr. 
and yeah. Noggin and shows like yeah. that. They would show the yeah, they would show the reruns, and I saw him go to college, and I was like, like for me as a kid, you know, I make the jokes about boohoo, but I wasn't really affected by it. I was just like, all okay. right, have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I guess. Right, I was just like, okay, and then like this new guy, because in my mind he was just gonna come back, but like he didn't come back, and I was just like. All right, you know, that sucks. Like, I wasn't affected like a lot of other people, but I'm just happy to see that, you know, a lot of people who are really affected get some closure, you know? He was like, all right, here's the deal. Here's why I left. You know, you look good, by the way. You know, you're doing great things. All you guys grew up to have lovely families and doing great things. And yeah, you know, let's make this happen. But I must digress. You guys are happy. You know, you guys get to doodle with Steve again. He's doing the detective thing. And hey, we just found a letter. And that letter says nostalgia is back. So wait, do Blue's Clues still come on to the day with the Josh guy? So Blue's Clues still on to the day. Yeah. My thing is this with Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues should have ended probably even in the mid-2000s or the early 2010s. And they should have just brought Steve back one last time as, like, the farewell episode. I think that's what they should have did if they wanted to. Because when you when you look at a show like, it's like Blue's Clues been out since, what, the 90s? The, the 90s or the 2000s? Maybe? The I don't 90s. know. I don't have, yeah, like I don't have my computer in front of me, but it's like a show like, like, Blue's, like, like Blue's Clues. That's just like when they, they ended Arthur. I get it. Kids nowadays probably look at like it's what is, they don't really know Arthur. That's like they don't really know blues clues. So you you trying to play you can I can only imagine every morning just like, hey kids, I'm Josh. As an adult, you're like, who the fuck is Josh? You like this show still come on? Back in my day, we had Steve. <laughs> it's like Steve was the man. It's Josh. Josh. Okay. And again, that's just that's just like that's like me personally. I think they should have pulled the plug on shows like Power Rangers. Because after the original, it's kind of like, all right, y'all kind of go overboard. Y'all done went to Turbo Force, Space Force, Dino Force. It's just like, bro, at this point, do people even watch Power Rangers? Yeah, I love me some Power Rangers, man. Back in the day. Back in the day. But it's just like, do Power Rangers is is Power Rangers can't be that hot the way it was back then. Because there's so many other... Me, bro, I don't even think kids watch TV shows. They more, they more watch stuff on YouTube nowadays than they do... I don't see I don't see a kid watching Blue's Clues. Matter of fact, I put it like this. I think when you have like a newborn and you just stick them in front of TV and like Blue's Clues happen to be on, it probably look entertaining to them. I think that would keep them, but as far as like Blues Clues keeping a, a two-year-old entertained, no, not in this day and age. No, I Absolutely. think I think just like the fact that as hey, if you can milk it for what it's worth, and you got people still watching it, that's what they do in television. You know, if they still yeah. got viewers, they go and keep it on the air. I don't know. I I just feel like man, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you got to pull the plug. 
on a lot of things. Like Blues Clues, it had its time. It had its moment. I think you should have been pulled the plug on that one. I don't want to say it because he's a big wrestling fan to this day. You need to stop bringing these old washed up wrestlers back. You pull the plug on it. I feel like sometimes you just need to pull the plug and just let it go. I mean, I, I actually agree with you, you know. Yeah, there's some stuff you just got to just be like, look, we had this run. Well, it, I think I think put it like this. When you get to the point where no one is buying, like, the merchandise, the apparel, um, stuff like that, no one, like, even, like, when the rate you we know the ratings start going down, the merchandise sales start going down. I think that's when you gotta realize it might be time to pull the plug. As 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 a as a show, you gotta be like, I I think it's time to pull the plug. Our merchandise ain't selling. It's time to go. Right? No one not really collecting blues clues. No one really not watching it. No one really not buying like the baby books for blues clues anymore. It's kind of like I. I think it's time to let this one go. It had its run. It had its time. Wait, hey, 25th anniversary. My man Steve is back. I can I, I can't be more happy for him. I wish I wish I was. This was probably when I was still 13 or something. Maybe I'd be like, yo, that's my man from Blues Clues. I'm almost damn near 30 now. I'm just like, damn, Steve. It's been how long? <laughs> <laughs> This man went out, made an album, you know, living his own life. So you can't be mad at him, you know. Maybe he just didn't want to do it no more. I was like, damn, Steve, I done changed y'all about four, five times before you decide to come back to Blues Clues. I was like, goddamn. You know, you could have helped him find some clues. <laughs> I get you a security job. Do you want that, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I need that. This man, a whole detective out here, you know, at the end of the day, got to find the clues. I'm at the door just, I just need to see your ID. I just <laughs> see your ID. I just see your ID. That is really you. <laughs> hey, look, you know, you can't fault it, you know. You can't fault Steve, you know. Always the man. And also, yeah. shout out to Josh and shout out to Joe. First of all, I, I, can't, I can't show Josh no love because I don't know Josh is Joe. I show you some love because I remember when when they transferred Steve and, and Joe, but Josh, no offense, brother. I know you're doing your thing. I just don't know who you are. Yeah, I, I personally don't know who you are. Like if some if a little kid like that's Josh from Blue Schools, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, it took some use to get in Joe, but we finally came around. Okay, so talking from one house to another house, we're going to talk about Zillow. Now, a lot of us know that, you know, our generation love looking at houses. You know, we love dreaming about one day having that crib, the crib of our dreams, whether it's a big mansion or a house on the countryside or a condo, whatever style you like, it's on Zillow. It's for sale. Now, can we afford the prices? Eh. Probably not. The price tag is a bit steep, but one could dream. Now, I want to know your opinion. Uh, when it comes to looking at houses, you know, how far did you go? Did you even create an account? Because I heard some people do that. You know, they send houses back and forth and say, yeah, this is my dream house right here. 2028. 
it's going to be me all up in the crib. Now, I didn't create an account. I didn't go that far on Zillow. I did use Zillow to get my first apartment. You know, I like I was looking for apartments and I was just like, damn, like one, like one bedroom. Because first of all, we all know the DMV, one bedroom be like $1,400. First of all, what the hell am I paying for $1,400? But hey, that's nothing here or there. So, but now I use Zillow. I found my, my, that's how I found my studio apartment. You know, it was, it was only, it was only like thousands, about thousands, 60, 1060. You know, they bumping it up, you know, cause rent, rent go up like every year anyway. So, but that's how I found that. But when I get on Zillow, most of the time I look at, um, I look, I look at houses because I said to myself, and it's it's sort of like a motivational thing for me too, because I said, okay, I did the apartment thing, right? Did the apartment thing, cool, straight. I understand, you know what I mean? Some people, some people prefer apartments anyway because most of the time it's cheaper and they don't have to do as much. Cause you know, when stuff break down, you can call it call your landlord. Um, you know, st- stuff like that. But when you get your own house, the stuff breaks down, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? The grass need to be cut, that's on you. Your driveway needs to be shoveled, that's on you. So a lot, some people prefer apartments because they, you know, it's, it's lighter work. But me, when I get on Zillow, or when I used to get on Zillow, I still check Zillow briefly sometimes. But when I get on there, I, I look at housing. I look at townhouses because that's the next goal up. You know, you did everybody did the apartment, and you you did the apartment thing. Cool, boom, whatever. Townhouse, I'm cool. I'm cool with if the next level is a townhouse. I don't have no beef with that. You know what I'm saying? And Next after that, will probably be a house. Or sometimes, you know, I look at like the area. Like you look at you look at areas like which is cheaper. Is it cheaper? Is it cheap? Is it affordable? Um, you know, what I mean, what is it surrounded by? You know, I, you start to look at these things. You know, because when you reach your third, you know, kids. I don't know if we got any kids. I don't know if we got any teenagers watching the show or they listening. But when you reach your thirties. Even when you reach your late 20s, I mean, it could be your mid-20s, everybody's different. But when you start reaching your 30s, you start thinking about stuff like that. You start thinking about houses. You know, you start thinking like, man, like, this house do look good. You know, do I want to be in, do I want to do I want to be in a quiet suburban neighborhood? Or do I want to be in the projects where it's like super everything is broke down? It's cheap as hell, but you know, what's the chances of me or my future kids getting robbed around here? You know, you, you, you make these decisions as you get older. You know, so, but, but when I get on Zillow, I look at, I look at houses. I be like, oh, I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Not gonna lie to y'all. I grew up in the hood. The goal is to not to get a house in the hood. Come on, y'all. That, that, that ain't the goal here. Yeah. The goal is to get to the suburbs. Yeah, actually, so, leave out. You, you know what I'm saying? It's get to the suburbs or a quiet area, and and that's it for you. 
that's the goal. So when I see, and, and I know I did a, a video about this a while back. It's like when I see suburban kids want to play gangster, like, it's like you, you already made it. You already grew up in a quiet, you would have grew up in a quiet neighborhood, stuff like that, but you want to be hood so bad. I don't get it. I don't understand. Because you look at growing up in the hood, but you from the suburbs. I'm like, why? Who, who the hell wants to who the hell wants to leave the suburbs and go back to the hood? No, we trying to go from the hood to the suburbs. We ain't trying to go, we, we ain't trying to go to the, the busted, the busted uh bus stop that got spray paint on the seat or the seat missing, the glass behind is missing. We ain't trying to be around that. But that's where suburban people want to go. No, we trying to move up. So yes, I look at houses in them quiet neighborhoods, you know? And it's motivation. It's like, yo, I'm gonna get there one day. I'm gonna get here. It might take a while, it might take a lot, but I'm gonna get here. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all you, brother. Absolutely. Like for me, I'm, I'm also on the Zillow train. I didn't create an account, but you know, sometimes like you can't sleep and I'm just like, all right, let me go on Zillow. Like some people mm-hmm. go on TikTok, some people go on Instagram. I'm a Zillow guy. I like look for houses around the country, you know, just to see like different areas, different markets. And like, you know, sometimes like I will send a house to like my cousin or like one of my mans or like be like, all right, check this out. Look at that. They're like, yeah, this is a nice house. That's cool. But for me, I just like it because, yeah, it's motivational. Uh, you look at it and it gives you something to aspire for. Like you could look at a house and it might be one point two million dollars. But, you know. One could dream, you know, who's to say you're not going to have that house. Uh, Drake uh, told a story about how we had one house that was his uh, background computer screen and screensaver. And he ended up buying the house years later. So who's to say you can't have it? And the whole thing with Zillow is, you know, you really look at what type of house you want. And I know that over the years, like that kind of changes because at first you might want a big house, but then later on in life, you're like, you know what? Maybe a starter home is best for me. And that's the cool thing about Zillow. It has plenty of options. You can toggle with it, but it, it sounded like you were, you know, doing the whole process. I had a family who uh, did the process. They did the home, they did the apartment, and then they did a town home, and then they had a small home, and then they ended up getting a big house because uh the husband works in it so that process i can't be mad at but for me i, I always think like you for me now like back then i was like yeah i'm with the mansion but now i'm like if it's going to be just me you know at this point in time buying a house i wouldn't get a big one because it's just me it's a lot it's a lot to clean it's a lot to do it's a lot of maintenance but yeah, I think the type of house I will want, like if I can choose, I will actually want like a barnuminium, you know, sun away from the city, uh, something spacious, but not too much maintenance. But what what kind of house would you want? You know, what would you look for? Ooh, not gonna lie to you, right? I would actually want a house with some acres. You know what I mean? <laughs> All that land belonged to me. And I didn't really think about it. I didn't really think about it too much because, you know, as, as time goes up and down, you know, 
your mind changed, like Aaron said. Like at first you go for the mansion, then you want the house and like the, the, you want like the, the house in the city. And I just want a house, my own property, my own acres. That's it. That's all brother can ask for at this point. Because I don't know. It's like the end game now is sometimes, sometimes, like, like how can I put this? You got to really look at where you live at. And the, the state that you live in, the city that you live in, you really got to look at the, the market. Because you got, you got some houses, they beautiful. Yeah. They beautiful. But, you know, and then you look at, you look at the market that you're from, you be like, yo, that's literally what I'm paying for, for this house? I'll take it, you know? But everything is pros and cons, though. Everything is always pros and cons because you can live in the busy, you, look, you can live in the city, you're going to pay more. Because it costs more to live there. You know what I mean? But that's where the jobs and stuff at. But you can probably, but in the country, you can get a house, you can get a house on acres. It don't look like much, but the house is, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It don't may not look like much. You know, it'd probably be two stories. You got two floors, that's it. Probably two bathrooms in there, that's it. You get a reasonable price. But you look at the area around you, the job market may not be the greatest. You might like like with, with houses in the country, those are mostly those are mostly for people that's probably already retired. You know, man, they just they living out their golden years. If it was up to me, if I had to choose while I'm still young, I would go get a house in the country somewhere. You know, I already did the city life. I already did the city living. What the hell I need to be there for? I did my part. I don't need I don't need to be around it no more. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't need to be around no more. What, what, what I need, what I need it for. And it costs more. It costs more to live in the city. So you already know on this show here, we we may joke a lot, but we also come in with some real. And, you know, for people like Aaron and myself, as we get into our 30s, now it's time to start thinking about houses or what's the next goal. Or, you know, if you plan on having kids, if you plan on having kids, if you just plan on being by yourself, is a townhouse suitable for you? Is a regular house suitable for you? If you want to still live in apartments, I ain't going to be for it. But before I kick it back to Aaron, this is this is what this is how I'm a I'm a in my city before I kick back and earn let them do what they do. Moving forward, everything that I want in life, I'm gonna take ownership of. All right. So remember, you know, previous episode we was talking about W2 versus 1099 life, work for myself. You dig what I'm saying? So when it comes to like apartments and houses, I didn't already did the I already I already did the apartment life. Why would I want to keep paying somebody else? So the, the end goal is I'm gonna get my own. I'm gonna have my own. 
you just gotta speak it to existing though. Brother yeah. Aaron the Jewish. I think uh what's so funny about looking at Zillow, it's like you would save a house and then you'll come back like a week later, like sometime later, and see that it's been sold, and you'll be like, somebody took my house. Like it's not even your house. <laughs> it's not even your house. You want it to be, but it's not your house. But yeah, definitely that's something you gotta consider. Like if you live in a house, you know, you actually buy a house, that's something where you're going to be there for like at least five years. Like no one's going to house hop, you know, like NBA players, they just ran out their house because one minute they playing for New Orleans, next minute they playing for Los Angeles, then they might hit up to New York. So they got to rent, you know, they move around a lot. But for someone like us, you know, who's not in the NBA or it's not an athlete, and might not move around a lot, you want to definitely anchor, you know, somewhere, you know, sow your seeds, as they say in the countryside, you know, find a place for yourself. But it, it it's just, it's just interesting how you really got to think about things as you get older, you know, when it comes to houses and it comes to like where you want to live, because, you know, like moving, right? Mm-hmm. Like moving, you might look at somewhere and you might see something that's really nice. And then you might look at another place and not only is it nice, but it's cheaper. So it starts to turn your wheels in your head to be like, all right, maybe I could take that leap into another state or like another city and do that. But like for me, my end piece is just this. Uh, I, I find it, you know, I find it incredible that like we can find all this information online you know could you imagine like back in the day trying to look for a house like you actually have to drive out to, to go see a house it's 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 crazy so quick question quick quick thing though and first things first i'm gonna re- respond to somebody because they they was they was they didn't they didn't I'm, I'm gonna just i'm gonna just respond a little bit in the video basically come back because somebody said to me, because I, I posted a clip of our last show when I was talking about like making $500 a week. They didn't understand what I was saying. They kind of understood, but for somebody out there, I'm just breaking down for them. Some places, and even though this ties into the houses, it ties into just your everyday living as well. You got to really Think about it, right? Because some places that their job market is their job market is trash. Let's, let's I'm gonna just call it what it is. You got places, you got places like New York, Cali, probably Texas, like probably parts of Texas, Florida, the DMV, these are like Chicago, all these big market places. It's expensive to live there. Yeah. So of course, of course, if you want to buy a house, if you want to buy a house in any of those places that I just named, you would have to you would have to probably get a job that's making 65, maybe 70k just to afford to live there. Because not only not only is it expensive to live there, grocery stores. Expensive. You gotta remember, you gotta take in consideration everything that comes with it. You know what I mean? You gotta take every 
you gotta take it in consideration. Because even growing up in the DMV, you could take DC for example. What do you have cars in DC for? No one in DC is like it's more it's more smartly it's more financially smart to, to get around on the bus and the train in DC. You know, man. I just I just came back from New York. It's smarter to get around on the bus and the train in New York City. So for places like for places like New York City, Washington, D.C., probably places like Baltimore, you don't need a car. You don't need a car. So that's one thing that you can knock off your list. But then again, you 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 can might move into a smaller town. Right, smaller town, but again, the job market is trash. The job market, they only probably paying 12, 13 an hour. When you go like growing up in the DMV, 13, 14 an hour is the bottom of the totem pole. You ain't make you you basically like you go there, like, how much you make? 14 an hour. <laughs> really? They laugh at you. But when you go into these smaller towns, and you be like, yo, how much you like, how much they paying you? Oh, 14, 15 an hour. Damn. Damn. What where you work at? Because now you see that now you see the living. The living is a lot cheaper. So of course, and of course, I'm 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 looking at I'm looking at a lot of things different too, because growing up, like growing up in the DMV, again, my I'm paying a studio, a studio. Was a thousand dollars, you know. My lady stayed across the bridge. You got one bedroom apartments for four hundred dollars. You see the market difference, but you gotta understand the difference though. You gotta understand like the, all right, if it's four hundred dollars, what type of jobs do they have over here? Because if your apartment's only four hundred dollars, what type of jobs they got over? They don't have big Fortune 500 companies working down DC lawyers and stuff like that. So let, let's let, you can also put it like this as well. You know, I mean, I may not be a mad wizard, but I'm fun with Della Jones. You know, I do what I do. <laughs> you know, in in places like New York, Chicago, DC, LA, you know, what I mean, the average the average income, again, like I said, 65k. 70k 80 you know numbers like that when you go to these small towns i know that i'm this going to sound real dramatic and it may not look good on on papers to somebody who live in those type of places but you go into these small towns making 35,000 a year is considered good to them you know yeah it's a difference in where you live Exactly. So of course their house, their house is their house is cheaper and they're not making a lot of money. But yet you that's things you gotta take in consideration. It's like, do I want to pay for an expensive house? And you know, yeah, I gotta have a, a I'm gonna have a good job, but yet everything surrounding me is expensive. Or, or do you wanna live in uh you wanna live in a country town? You ain't gonna be making that much money. But everything around you is cheaper. So you got to keep these things in consideration, though. I'm just saying, I ain't mean to hold the time. No, nah, you got it. You got it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I say, like, 
looking at houses, once you look at houses for a while, it makes you interested in like rebuilding. Cause for me, like I always look at what's the most important room in a house for me is the kitchen. You know, mm-hmm. I always look at houses, like the slightest thing could turn me off. Like I would look at a house and I would like, okay, this is good. This is good. I like the kitchen. The bedroom looks stupid. I'm out. But, you know, it kind of makes people, I think some people might've gotten into real estate and got into house flipping because they were looking on Zillow. But yeah, you know, as far as Zillow goes, 10 out of 10 would recommend you could find your next house. Try it out. Stock's definitely going up. Nah, I, I mean, I, I definitely see it. I definitely say, you know, check out places like I know it's more, I know it's different ones. I think it's apartment.com. Oh, it's a whole bunch of different websites. Zillow is like like realtor.com and yeah, you know, Zillow, I think, is one of like the OG websites that been around probably for the longest that everybody knows. But like I said, man, just go on there, go on like go on Zillow or go on any web, any housing apartment websites and just check it out. And just start doing the numbers and start looking at the area and really sit back and make the decision of, you know, do I want to live here and can I afford to live here? Because one thing I'm going to say, too, before I kick back to Aaron, sometimes buying your dream house is not where you live. Sometimes you got to step out of your neighborhood, your area, your box, your community. Sometimes you got to step out of that. To find your dream house. You know, Aaron's dream house may not be in the DMV, and that's cool. You know, it is, I mean, it is what it is. It's somebody we know too. Like, again, they grew up in they grew up in DC. They don't even live in the DMV no more. They still live in Maryland, but they live, they don't even live in the DMV no more. Got them a house. Sometimes you gotta step out that box. Your house may not be in that area. You know, I can't speak for every other city because I'm, I'm not from there. I don't know what it's like. But for my DMV people, you know, PG, like PG, beautiful place. Out on the certain parts. I'm not talking about where we grew up at, but we the part of PG that we from. But certain parts of PG, you want to live there. You know, but hey, sometimes your dream house, you be like, man, I really want to live here. Sometimes your dream house may be in God knows where in Berlin. That may be where your dream, your dream house may not be in D.C. Your dream house may not be in Virginia. It may not be in 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 Montgomery County where they tax you for everything. Expensive or somewhere else in the United States. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You might you might mess around and be like, you know what? I'm gonna pack up, go to Atlanta. It's it's cheap to live in Atlanta, but again, you gotta look at the job market. You be like, all right, if I move down here, if I move down here, what's down here for me? Yeah. You know, and and I keep saying I'm gonna kick back Aaron, but one thing I can respect about about these content creators, and I'm glad I'm bringing up. I'm bringing it up now. I respect what they do because most of them leave small market cities and they go to big market cities with nothing. 
You know what I mean? They don't have no job waiting for them. They don't have nothing. I just seen content creators move from Baltimore to Atlanta, South Carolina to LA. You know what I mean? It's like, do you have a job in LA waiting for you? Do you have a house in LA waiting for you? Sometimes they don't even have that. Exactly. They just moved out there. All because, like, again, that's where their dreams at. That's where they build their dream house at. So sometimes I know that's a risky move, but sometimes you got to take that leap. Be like, you know what? My dream house may be in Chicago. I'm going to move to Chicago. You know, you got to be paying for your snow to be up here to your head. But, hey, <laughs> that's a chance you got to take. You know, your dream house may be in upstate New York. Your dream house may be in Florida. But you never know if you you stuck in one place. Yeah, that is true. You know, man, you stuck in one place. You never know where your dream house is going to be at if you don't always be content with one area. So get on Zillow. Be like, you know what? Let me look at what. Let me look at my dream location, and from there, start grinding to get there. Absolutely, you know, weigh all the options. But before we head up out of here, is there anything else you want to tell us to the people about? Nope. Stay black and stay prosper. <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, to be said, you know, get your doodle on and get your Zilla on, whatever it is. Make sure you do it. It's your boy Aaron Fonaceti back at you once again. It's your favorite realtor tour guide, Mr. Fogadilly Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. Housewarming. <laughs> <laughs>